0: Physical media and entertainment from the silver screen to the palm of your hand. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of From Screen to Shelf with myself, Will, Gabe, and Chase. What are we going to be talking about today? We're going to be talking about movies, but we're going to be talking about slightly different kind of uh a slightly different kind of movie, the video game adaptation. Which we have had many, 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 many too many, bro. <laughs> video game adaptations, haven't we? yeah a lot you know some good some bad you know some angry some sad mainly just but what bad. i can't say <laughs> yeah mainly just bad but um unless we're going to talk about Uwe boll's filmography which are obviously you know the pinnacle of uh the gold standard but, but gold standard of, of not only cinema but video game adaptations in general so we'll we'll get into those uh some of my personal favorites but b- before we get into those we want to uh I want to thank everybody for tuning in right now. Uh, whoever's listening for checking us out up until this point, we appreciate that. Uh, for those of you who are checking us out on YouTube, we appreciate all the feedback that we've gotten so far. You know, continue to to watch those videos, like and subscribe. If you like the podcast uh, on whether it's Apple, Spotify, I said it right that time. Uh, check that out as well, and just continue to uh, support us. But yeah, we really appreciate the feedback. So thanks again. Uh, on behalf of all of us for doing that so just wanted to get that out there before we opened up the discussion but uh, yeah i don't know which uh who, which one of you guys wants to kind of open this up we're gonna talk about mm, I, don't I don't know, know I do. I the
1: mean, yeah chase movies. has the list in front of him yeah we're, we're kind of talking a little bit about all the different movies that have come out Yeah, he's
0: fidgeting
2: over there so so go ahead and uh <laughs> i'm tweaking about video game adaptations I used to live and breathe for these things, and like I even have some admiration for some older ones, like the original 1993 uh, Super Mario Brothers. Like I I have a little bit of nostalgia for it, just because, like you know, it's just goofy fun when you get a hold of certain movies as a kid. Which is ultimately at a point is who these people were targeting, right? They weren't targeting people that grew up with these; they are targeting the audience that was actively playing them, right? Um, Like to skip way ahead for a little bit like the last of us right they are ta- targeting the modern audience right last of us has been out for a while but they're also targeting the people that are glued to the story they want it to be try um they want it to be truthful to the formula truthful to what they presented so whenever you go back like really the the biggest one like the i want to say i can't find exactly what the first video game adaptation was but I want to say it was just before or after. So it's either Super Mario Bros. or there was an animated Japanese Sonic movie. I don't know if you guys knew this. Um, it was just a little. I know you um, would know it. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, of course. So, like, um, it's actually a fantastic movie. It's uh, from Sonic CD. They have like an intro. It introduces Metal Sonic going to the past, the present, and the future. And it's actually rather dark. It's not really comedic, it's a very dark movie. Uh, and it's got one of my favorite fight scenes in a movie in there between Sonic and Metal Sonic. And it's just fun. Uh, really, really goofy. And then you go from Super Mario Bros. to the Jean-Claude Van Damme Street Fighter. And so to present some facts to you, just to uh, encompass the changing landscape and how things kind of go back and forth. Super Mario Bros. had a budget of $48 million, only pulled in $38.9 million at this time. Not adjusted for inflation. Now, hmm. then you go to the Jean Claude Van Damme Street Fighter, it pulled in 99.4 million, just under 100, on a budget of 35 million, which I would consider that a success, right? Yeah. Uh, especially at that time, adjusted for inflation, that would definitely be a success. But the one that changed the landscape of how we perceive it was the ever so loved Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat did 124.7, just under 125, on a $20 million budget. That's insane. Hmm. That's really, really good. Um, I have a lot of admiration for the Mortal Kombat series. I absolutely love them. That's like my franchise. I love it. Really, really good franchise. And I'm actually a huge fan of the first and second Mortal Kombat movie as well. Because then you skip forward to 1997, then you get MK Annihilation. That one's considered to be kind of a stinker. But again, these were... It was made for a more adult audience because the mk games were one of the reasons and night trap were one of the reasons why you have an esrb rating now um because they were just kind of putting it out there that one only did for 51.376 million not adjusted for inflation on a 30 million dollar budget so definitely not a not a win but i mean i guess if you were to take the the profits from the first one it equalized itself out then you start kind of getting into a little bit of a dry period. You get the Pokemon movies and then you start getting the so good. I don't care what anybody has to say. The Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider movie smack. Those are great. I agree with that.
1: Yep. I, I actually enjoyed it, man. I, I, the yeah. second one's not bad. The second one's okay, but the first yeah. one wasn't bad.
2: It's good. Like I, I think that was kind of where you start getting into the ball, where like you start getting into the early 2000s just keep making video game adaptations until you get one that really really sticks um Mm. the lara croft tomb raider one as of this point was now i don't know how you can really gauge it especially whenever it has a budget of 115 million and it pulled in 275 million i'd have to assume 90 percent of that went to angelina jolie's salary so i think that's a safe assumption But uh, I don't know if that would be considered a success whenever you double that for advertising. Uh, I just remember this also being the talk of the town when it came out. Mm -hmm. So then we start getting into Resident Evil, right? And then we're going to kind of leave everything else up for um, Doom. We're going to forget about you. I'm not even going to talk about you outside of that. That's your five (laughs) seconds of fame. What? What do you mean? No, (laughs) it's the best one. Uh, So Lara Croft and then Resident Evil, right? So this is going to kind of get us into our talk track into the, the 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 changing landscape of everything because then you get Resident Evil and a lot of people really like that. Resident Evil is kind of like how I see Mortal Kombat where it's such an uh, it's near and dear to me, right? So Resident Evil has to have the most movies, 7, 6, I want to say, out of Round any there, video yeah. game adaptation. And they're relatively successful. $33 million budget, pulled in 102.9, 103. That's successful. And the first one was a lot of creative freedom, but took a lot from the very first game with what you could with the the tank style, you know, um, survival horror aspect. And really gave you quite a bit. Mila Jovovich played her role really, really well. A lot of the people in there took a lot of freedom, but it still gave you the core essence and story. Until you get into just what it became, it found its own identity and it kind of said fuck it all whenever it came to Mm -hmm. the story and, you know, being faithful. And it became Mm -hmm. more like, hey, we're going to do our own thing, present our own world and give you things from the video game, but still have our own thing, which is cool. I like it. You know, Resident Evil funds are good, or Resident Evil films are good, fun popcorn flicks. So. Once you start getting into that, you start getting into Silent Hill, Max Payne. Then you start getting into more um, animated movies. Prince of Persia with Jake Gyllenhaal. Fun movie. I don't know. Uh, if you haven't seen it, i check it out. High budget. Really fun. Um, I'm always a sucker mm-hmm. for movies set in the desert. I like that landscape. So then you're going to get into where things really changed. And I'm going to kind of put it on this particular movie, especially after budget. Warcraft. I remember that being the talk of the mm-hmm. town, a massive CGI fest, 160 million dollar budget, pulled in 440 million. Then you get into Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, I've been waiting to get to this one. That's why I <laughs> have the build worst that one. the worst
1: video game adaptation of all time. I, you're getting Sonic and Last of Us
2: confused, I think. So oh,
1: man. <laughs> Sonic pulled in, and this is
2: this is staggering. Where's that disconnect button, Gabe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he, he he got too used to the other thing we were using. He didn't want to wait in a waiting room. <laughs> so Sonic came out a few weeks before everything shut down. So it pulled in a three hundred and twenty million dollars on a budget of ninety million. That's a massive success then you get the second song the hedgehog which did better by almost 100 million 405 million on 110,000 and you know uh, whenever it gets to this this is where i'm going to get into the changing landscape now that we've kind of encompassed what we're going to talk about because a lot of those uh, ball movies had were directed dvd stuff like that they had small theatrical runs Blood Rain, I believe he did uh, not House of a Thousand Corpses. What is the other one? House of the Dead, is that what it's called? Like the old laser oh, yeah, arcade yeah, style. Yeah. He did those, um, and then I think he did, he adapted Postal, if I remember right, um, mm-hmm. if I yeah, am Postal. recalling that. Yep. And so, even Rampage, which is like one of the most niche games that you could really make a video game adaptation, came out and did four hundred thirty or four hundred twenty eight million out of a hundred twenty million dollar budget. That's a success. It's pretty much King Kong. I mean, there's really no difference between that and King Kong. There's a little bit of creative freedom in there, but it's King Kong, man. Um, and then, you know, you get Mortal Kombat, the uh, reboot. $84 million on a $55 million budget. And the reason I'm presenting these facts and not just giving you something that you can just look up here. There's a lot of things that they're doing. So whenever you go into Sonic the Hedgehog and you start talking about how that was ad- uh, adapted, right? It got a lot of online views and attention because whenever <laughs> that trailer dropped and you could see his teeth and he looked extremely oh, human weird. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So whenever you could see his teeth and everything like that, it garnered a lot of online criticism. So a lot of people yeah. that didn't even give any any care about Sonic were tuning in, seeing what everybody was talking about, the criticism about it. Then they changed it. They didn't change the movie as much as they just changed how Sonic looked. So, I think there were a lot of factors that played into that. Outside of it being an actually solid, fun family flick, it was faithful. It gave you some things with Sonic. It had some creative freedom, but giving you with Jeff Fowler's world and everything like that. It's not a direct adaptation, right? The way they used the rings, everything. But it's solid fun, and everybody thought it was going to be terrible. So, when your expectations are below the ground, and you end up being rather appeased about it you you come out relatively happy and you get a success like this and you want to support projects like that when they listen to the fans and they go and rehaul the entire cgi they got to redo the whole movie sonic's in 98 percent of the movie so they have to redo yeah. all of that so that's where you get love and then you get mortal Kombat, the new reboot and then the problem with that is they give you a world that you're familiar with with a lot of creative freedom but the biggest talking track that i've seen people have issues with on this and it's my personal issue with it there's no the main character that they have you follow Cole is never in an immortal combat game he's a random npc that you have to care about all of a sudden right so you you get kano you get sonya you get Liu kang you i believe kung lao's in it he might not be but you get scorpion sub zero But then you have to follow this character that you really don't care about. And I don't know who made that decision or pulled that script instead of a different one. That was the worst thing they could have done. Change the main character for literally anybody else and you would have had a solid movie. But $84 million on a $55 million budget really isn't going to get anybody riding.
1: That was the 2021
0: movie
2: yeah that was yeah, the one 2021
1: that... wasn't it out on max the same exactly day? that's exactly yeah.
2: what i was going to say so i don't know how they gauge these as successes especially that was peak pandemic right there
1: mm-hmm. you know
2: that was their day and date releases and i think that was one of their last big ones because dune dropped very shortly after if i remember right um because mm-hmm. i want to say this was around september october november time frame around then might have even been way earlier um but yeah
0: that was people... uh doom annihilation is that the one you're talking about mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> Doom movie. I
2: haven't seen Doom. I actually that's the the other live action
0: one, right? Oh I don't know. What you're talking you said they dropped Doom right after. Um... Oh Dune. <laughs> I oh, was talking Dune. about Doom. I, mean, Doom. I thought you said yeah, yeah. Doom. No. I am you said Doom, bad, dude. No.
2: No, I was talking about uh Dune, uh Dennis's movie. That that, that movie was great. Um, but yeah, whenever it comes to this, and then even like you know, you have the Hitman Agent Forty Seven movie, which was decent. Uh, not the old school one, the one from the early two thousands. I liked the twenty fifteen Hitman Forty Seven, that was a really solid fun time. Then you have Detective Pikachu, right? If you haven't seen that, it's fun, right? Mm, It's Um, a fun little movie. Yeah. It's not great. It didn't have me walking out like, oh, I need a sequel right now. It was fun. It was funny. It was wholesome. It 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 fell exactly on par with Sonic. You know what I mean? I got exactly what I wanted. I kind of left a little bit surprised with what I got and I had fun. But I wasn't clamoring necessarily for a sequel. Of course I was for Sonic because I could watch a hundred of those. (laughs) <laughs> you know, um the way that they do these and the way they go about them um, I know whenever it comes to like the TV shows and adaptations I'm gonna leave that part up to you guys. I just kind of want to present the the changing landscape and the way that it's consumed because When it comes to video game adaptations, it's one of the finest lines you have to walk, right? People get invested in these lures. They get invested into the games because it's an actual hands-on experience, right? You control these characters. And even in some aspects, like Fallout, you control kind of the narrative. You control this. Uh You control that. You control the destiny of certain people. So you have your own image of a story, right? So whenever you go in there and you already kind of have an idea, you're a mega fan, you know a lot about it. It can be overwhelming, can be underwhelming, or you can just leave extremely pissed off. So, there, there's good ways of doing it, there's bad ways of doing it, and there's perfectly fine ways of doing it. It's really hard uh, to kind of really mess it up, as long as you have people that care, you have a script that's written well. It's just, yeah, like the Super Mario Bros. movie, right? I wasn't the biggest fan of that. But on a $100 million budget, pulling in $1.36 that's a massive success. They did something, right? Oh, for sure. Could care less about my yeah. opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh the the money speaks for itself. It was fun, right? I just with all the talk, I think the hype kinda got to me and I was expecting a little bit more. There's just some things because we've all seen it, right?
1: Yeah, I you saw know, it. it I, I liked it. I mean I had a good time with it. It's it's not it's not incredible by any means, but like I, I think for me, when I was seeing it, there were a lot of, like, kids in the theater. And yeah. it, I don't know if that played into it just because, like, the, when that Bowser starts singing that one song, like, these kids are, like, dying laughing around me. Like, they're almost, like, crying. And like and and it's hard for me not to laugh just because they're all, like, they're dying of laughter watching Bowser <laughs> sing this song. And I'm like, Dude, this is it, – it, it's, it's a fun, weird experience. I, I had a good time with it, but it's definitely not, like, you know, mind-blowing by any means.
2: Yeah. And I know what you mean because, like – I always got to remember like even though like I mean whenever you see certain studios like illumination they make purely kids movies that families enjoy right because Mm -hmm. I don't like that mantra like wish right um there's been some more people I've talked to about that well it's a kids movie no Disney is not a kids company anymore they whenever you make a movie like that right ideally the people that are going to digest that movie are going to be kids right but the thing is is Those kids aren't eight years old walking into the theater saying, one ticket for me, please. They're there with the mom, the dad, the couple, whatever the dynamic is, right? The whole family is supposed to enjoy it, right? It's made for everybody, with kids being the target audience. It's a family movie. So it goes the same thing with Super Mario Bros. My biggest complaint was the voice acting. Like, whenever Seth Rogen laughed as Donkey Kong, dude... It just tore me out of that world. It just, I couldn't see it any differently. Like um, the bridge scene where they're, you know, they're doing Yeah, where their, they're fighting. Yeah. And then he looks down at him and laughs. Dude, I was almost in tears. That just took me right out of the realm of reality that they were trying to give me. It was so goofy. And then you have other exciting upcoming projects that we're going to talk about, like Fallout, um, Borderlands, which we touched base on in our, I believe it was our Thanksgiving-based episode with Eli Roth. Um, And then The Last of Us Season 1, which they did plan a Season 2. I think they're trying to adapt the whole story. Yeah, that's already announced. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know of any other future video game adaptations that are possibly coming out.
1: Uh, Zelda, Legend of Zelda. You're right. Yeah, they're making, uh, I think the director from uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is directing e- it, which is going to be yep interesting. And I think it's. I could be wrong. I think it's live action, which is almost sacrilegious to oh, me. Oh, it is. Yeah. Don't know how I, is it. Oh yep. God. Yep. That that one's. I mean, that's a whole other episode. I can go on that for like thirty minutes. But that's that's kind of scary because that one is such a beloved property.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, so is Mario, it's, but it's easier to do Mario. You know what I mean? It's easier
1: to do Mario just because you have the ki- like kind of like you know the family kid component to it. I think Zelda is much more kind of um. It, it's the, the the games are catered to everybody, but I think the stories are a little bit more intricate with with Zelda. Yeah. Um, so I, I it's going to be interesting how they try to pull that off. I would not for the life of me try to take that film on as a director. I don't <laughs> know how that dude <laughs> signed on. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. He heard Zelda dude, signed it. They're just—they're they're gonna kick that, it outside uh, his house.
0: <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna translate that. Just—I'm trying to picture how that would look as a live-action movie, and I—I I just can't. Like, that, I think that's the issue with some of the video game movies for me is that I—it's mm-hmm. just hard to envision like what it's gonna look like in reality. And then sometimes we see the end result of that, and it's just—it's uh, uh, it's, well, just not I good. mean.
1: Nintendo is very out of all the the gaming studios I would say they are probably the most protective of their properties, of their properties like they're super yeah. strict in terms of how their their properties are used so I, yeah. I, I would imagine with Zelda they already kind of have a template that they saw that they're like this is really cool that people are going to get excited about I just don't know what that is. Um, right, right. I'm sure that they you know they probably had template for Super Mario Bros and Super Mario Bros isn't that difficult though you just copy the animation from the games just stay as faithful as you can to that animation and Pretty much, you're, you're yeah. yeah you're solid from there um Zelda I, I have no freaking clue what they're trying to do with that so that's gonna be intriguing to see
2: yeah that'd be very interesting which of these and I want to pose this question to you guys I just thought of this this would be an interesting talk track which of these movies? Out of any video game adaptation, were you looking forward to the most and left the most disappointed?
0: Out of oh, any any video
1: game adaptation? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, that's a I, have, I have the list here. Hold on. Do you, you have one, Will?
0: I'm thinking about it right now. I mean, I'll, I I could throw this out there. I'll, I'll throw out like what my favorite ones were. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to talk about Last of Us later. I don't want to get into that, but mm-hmm. I can tell you what the worst ones I've
1: seen are. I'm trying to think of a specific one. If you got one, we'll go I mean, ahead. I'm go like trying it. to I mean, like the worst. I'll
0: throw out my worst of, I guess, first alone in the dark.
2: I have. That seen that. Really I forgot about, that. forgot
0: about that. That movie is, that movie was so badly done. <laughs> um, I forget who's in It's, it's uh Christian Slater. And um, who's the blonde chick? I am forgetting her name. But Christian Slater, and that's Uwe Boll, but he has this weird. I remember that playing. I remember playing the game when I was a kid. The movie is is it takes certain themes from the game, like a lot of those earlier movies. I mean, the thing with Uwe Boll is we talked about this earlier, but he he kind of just takes these properties. It's like it's almost like he was ch- able to buy the rights to to make movies about them, but in name only, and kind of just veers off from that. Right. I mean, I guess we could say that a lot of other films do that as well, but yeah. his are notoriously known for just going completely into left field. Tara Reed is her name. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tara oh, Reid. used yeah. to be such a star. She was a star and, like, you know, really beautiful actress, and I just remember watching that movie and, like, it, like wondering if she's, like, drunk the whole time that she was filming. Like, it's just really bad. Like, her acting is just really bad. Most of the acting isn't that good, but Christian Slater's got this weird, like, painted-on, like, 5 o'clock shadow. He's got, like, the trench coat that the guy wears in the original game. It's just badly, badly done. Yeah. Um, I'd say Alone in the Dark is probably one of the the worst ones I've seen. I agree with you guys about the the Tomb Raider, like the Angelina Jolie movies. I love those movies. Mm-hmm. I think those movies are solid. I thought they were fun, out of, man. Out of that era, I would say those were probably my favorite. What Resident about the Evil was, was okay. One. Which one? While you're on the topic of Tomb Raider, what about the Alicia Vikander one? Did you see that? That was 2013, right? The 2013 one? Oh, I yeah. That I time. forgot about that. that. one was cool. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I, honestly, dude, I think the Tomb Raider movies have been the most digestible for me. It's hard to mm-hmm. mess that up. You just got to... I think it's kind of... I, I just yeah. think they, they kind of found what makes the games exciting. And I just think it... Again, we talked about whether or not it translates easier into uh like the film format. Yeah. I just think Tomb Raider, they've they've kind of I don't know. I, I think all those movies are decent.
2: Man, Uncharted yeah. wasn't on this list, but we all saw Uncharted, right?
1: Yeah, I saw it. And it, yeah, it's, it's kinda like okay. what, what Josh or uh, Josh on oh my God, what Will <laughs> was saying. Um it's 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 just one of those stories I feel like it that it kind of like it's more I don't want to say grounded because obviously there's a whole bunch of like sci-fi elements and fantasy elements to Uncharted. But I mean, at the end Mm -hmm. of the day, it's like, it's an action packed, like, you know, tomb robbing game. It's it's like, you know, you explore tombs and that's, I I think that's something that you can, you know, adapt pretty easily. I think, and I think that's why the Tomb Raider movies with Angelina Jolie were so successful because you go back to basics. It's just, you know, you're exploring tombs, you throw some action scenes in there and you, you have a good time. So it's not that difficult. And Uncharted, i'm i'm a huge fan of the uncharted games i i didn't like it as much as everyone else did but mm. it's it, it's a it's a solid movie like it's definitely it could have been like way worse 100 percent. i think tom holland was a good choice and um so like some of the action scenes are like right out of the game especially that airplane cargo scene was it was pretty mm. solid like it's it's a it's a fun little movie but i think it mm-hmm. goes back to what will said it's like you know I think some of these movies are maybe a little bit more easier to adapt just depending on what the actual story is. If you have a story that's a little bit more grounded or something that you can actually, you know, easily transition onto a film or a TV show. I, I think that it's, it's, you're going to be more successful doing that versus taking something like, I mean, the, the one I was like, the answer I was going to give was, um, uh, Oh my God, what's the name of it? The big uh, budget fantasy one i feel stupid i can't it starts with a w yeah warcraft Warcraft. yeah Yeah. yeah. i i saw it in theaters and i just wasn't it 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 had the budget yeah (laughs) you know what i mean like it looked it looked fantastic but the story was just boring like i was just like waiting to get out of there i wasn't impressed with it at all um and i and i chose that one probably just because i had higher standards for it because that property has so much lore and so many stories you can pull from and it has you know su- such such history and depth to it they could have really mm-hmm. gone anywhere with it and it's you know it was kind of a basic story and it was really boring just a popcorn um, flick just action yeah i mean sci-fi. like i could see how, why people liked it you know what yeah. i mean but i just kind of you know there's definitely worse video game adaptations let me say that <laughs> yeah um I, i've yeah. seen way worse but like I remember the hype for that movie coming out and the trailer coming out and everyone was like, you know, this is the one that's going to, you know, change the whole landscape of video game adaptations. And I it's walked out, I'm like, game. this is, it's the same thing. <laughs> Sonic. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, 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 would probably say, you know, Warcraft. I think that that one was yeah. just kind of, I wrote, maybe I I was just riding that hype train too, where I'm like, yeah, this one's going to be different. And it just kind of fell short for me, but it, it, it's hard, man. Yeah. It, and I guess to talk about the changing landscape, it's hard to adapt some of these things. Will and I were talking about just, you know, the game time for some of these games. Like, you're playing like 40, 60 hours, sometimes hundreds of hours for a story. You know what I mean? You have cutscenes that sometimes can last 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially those Kojima games. Um oh, it's, yeah it's difficult to translate that into a two hour movie. And I think something that we've been seeing recently is, is the change towards, uh, TV adaptations. Cause obviously TV has become a lot more cinematic over the past few years. Um, yeah. so we've seen stuff like Halo, which I didn't like at all. Uh, aesthetically, it looked cool. Like you saw Master you know. Chief, you know, kicking ass, but that, that show was trash in my opinion. Um, you, see, you have Halo. You have Last of Us. You have. I think they just did Twisted Metal. I haven't seen it. Oh, uh, yeah, I need to watch that. I heard it was no, good. To yeah. do that, yeah. is it good? Um, I heard it was good. Fallout is a TV show. Like so, like it's interesting that they're kind of taking some of these games and saying, you know what, it might actually benefit taking our time and telling the story because when you're actually playing the game, you know, you're, you're invested. Yeah, you're invested for several several hours. Um, and I and I think that honestly, I think that's probably the best way to do it. Um, yeah. You're gonna get a lot more, you know, character buildup, a lot more time to take the story. And uh, some of these game these games on this list here, they just, you know, the the reason the f- film adaptations weren't that good is just because they're they're rushed. Yeah. You know, Resident Evil, like you said, Chase, it just it, it said fuck you to the story yeah. halfway <laughs> through the first movie, and it's just like, yeah, we'll we'll yeah. plant seeds here of what Resident Evil is, but it's not Resident Evil. Um, yeah you need time to take the story. And and what's interesting enough is a lot of video games just have fantastic stories that honestly sometimes surpass a lot of films. Like there's oh, like sure. a lot of the Kojima stuff is like freaking fantastic. Um, but you need time to take that story, you know, and it could take sometimes several installments of a game or several hundred hours of a game, depending which one you're playing. So um, yeah. I, I appreciate the fact that, they are kind of maybe transitioning towards TV and understanding and streaming and saying, you know what, that we need to take time to tell these stories as effectively as possible and actually getting some of the video game creators involved with the adaptations themselves. Cause when mm-hmm. I, and we're probably going to get into last of us here in a little bit, but I think that's why the last of us was so, so successful. You had the actual writer slash director of the first one, you know, just heavily involved in terms of like the, the screenwriting, uh, I think he directed an episode or two. Um, so he already has like a, you know, uh, a really solid sense of what the world is, what it's supposed to be, how mm. it should translate onto film, what would work, what wouldn't. And he's having those conversations with, you know, the uh, co-creator of the show. So f- a TV is probably the way to go, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know what you guys think, but I, I think at this point with how many you know bombs we've had of these video game adaptations, I think TV is probably the safest bet.
0: I think certain ones, I mean, with certain games, you could make them into movies depending on the premise and how expansive they are. Like we mentioned this before, I think, some of these games like their universes and their worlds are so expansive it's like you said Gabe it's it's hard to condense that into a runtime of like an hour and a half in some cases even even two hours I don't think that that's enough to do some games justice um and that's part of the point like you know you play some of these games you're investing at least anywhere from like 48 to sometimes 60 plus hours you know just for for campaigns right Mm -hmm. um and there's gratification that comes with that for investing that kind of time because you get invested in the story and and there's a there's a payoff usually. It's hard to take that and kind of translate that into a movie where it's like an hour and a half runtime. It's like, okay, well, we got to condense these 60 hours into an hour and a half, but somehow have the same type of payoff for an audience. You know, I just think that's hard to do. Um, the TV format, I think, is is definitely the way to go. We'll talk about Last of Us, but yeah, I, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really think about that that way, um, because you know,
2: TV isn't as lucrative anymore. You know, that goes <laughs> yeah. back to like our state mm-hmm. of cinema, streaming, everything we've already talked about. We don't need to go down that again. But like, with how much has got to go into it, the production value, with like what you can see in Fallout, with what you can see, Borderlands gonna is gonna have to be crazy. You know, oh, yeah. that, that it it has to be, it can't just look like how we look right now and then filmed and then put on a screen. You know yeah. what I mean? It has be to weird. have that outline. It has to be borderlands, you know? And then, um, something I wanted to post to you guys is as well, as we go deeper down that rabbit hole, what is something that you've always thought that was meant to be adapted and hasn't been adapted yet? Like, even if it's just something personal to you, mm-hmm. I know Gabe's already gotten his,
1: <laughs> he wanted to yeah, guess yeah I got it after several years I'm trying to think if there's another one though
2: yeah I wanted to See pose this with... to you guys then have you guys
0: ever played a game called Metro
1: Metro oh, yeah, yeah Metro I, a while back Pro. there's a few installments now it's yeah.
0: similar to Fallout in a sense right it's, mm-hmm. it's kind it of, has like yeah. horror elements in it as well yeah. yeah. Metro is, it's a, um, yeah, it's
2: about where everybody thinks they have to live underground because it was, a, it was a book by Dimitri, um, something. Um, he wrote 2033, um, last light and then Exodus were the books. I, they actually had numbered years, but long story short, these yeah. people think that they're the last people essentially in the world. And like, to your point, like all these things get radiated out there in the world, but it's like a horror yeah. survival game. It's not really horror, more thriller. Right. But it's a survival yeah. game. And so they think that they're the last people in this world. So every time you go out there, you have a time limit and stuff like that to go and navigate. And I just think that that could be a super raunchy one. They announced it. That's why it made me think of it because there's a bunch. Oh, is it being
1: done? There has been an update
2: in two years, but I I just found it on the list that it was announced. Like Duke Nukem Forever was announced as well. That would be fun. Oh, wow. That. Oh, my God. And that would
0: be the goofiest movie to ever be be created. Yeah. (laughs) That had to be done by Troma. Some of of these movies get announced and then they get into production hell, and you don't hear about them for like
1: years and years. Especially with the video game adaptations, like they just stay in production hell.
0: I Remember hearing about the Borderlands movie years ago, and I was like, Oh, that's mm-hmm. gonna be a interesting. While. I wonder who they're Wasn't gonna Wasn't Gore Verbinski
1: supposed to do it or something, or was that Bioshock? Man, I think no, that was Bioshock. It might have been Bioshock. Do
0: I don't know if they ever talked about a director for Borderlands. I just remember hearing about it being
1: announced, but again, here we are. Look what it's years later, and now we're finally getting they an still update don't on do it. it. You know? I, I would definitely so, say mine is Bioshock just because it's that. That yeah, game Biocraft. is freaking incredible. Bioshock Infinite and the the first one are just the twist at the end are freaking incredible. It's yeah. Just the the world and the lore, it's just super fucking awesome to to kind of invest yourself in. Um, mm. the, and the other ones, I I'm getting them. A uh, Ghost of Tsushima is coming out apparently. I think the director of John Wick's working on that one, nice which is going to be freaking outstanding because it's like yeah, you know, be dope. the samurai freaking oh dude, it's going to be so dope. That'd be uh, awesome. That's
0: probably one of the best games I've played in the last like. Five oh, or six years. So, Just dude, I literally
1: down. like ninety nine percent completion on that game. Like literally. Yeah. I have some like scrolls to find, but I've done like every single Go find every them. other yeah. You can't <laughs> let that one percent um, defeat you. I know, right? <laughs> um and then the other one was uh I think they're doing it as well, God of War. The recent God of War um releases, yeah. the twenty eighteen and the I think there was one last year, or I don't know if it was this year or last year, but those have freaking incredible stories, man. Super yeah. in depth uh, emotional stories that I feel the can translate pretty well into TV or or film. I don't know if if those two are are film or TV, Um, but we'll see. I I wouldn't mind if it's either, to be honest. Yeah. God of War is one of my
2: favorite franchises of all time. I'm still mad that they announced a Sly (laughs) Cooper movie and released a trailer and it never came out.
1: Oh, oh yeah, I remember yeah. that.
2: Remember? Because they were doing like Heavenly Sword. And remember, to your point, Will, um, by that same studio that was doing those animated Sony movies, they were supposed to do a yep. Borderlands one. Then it became Eli Roth's live action Borderlands. So, okay. yeah. Like, well, I didn't even know it was supposed to be animated. I at, thought it was on, always
0: going to be live action for Borderlands
2: it could have been i just remember heavenly yeah. sword was announced it got released i don't think it did well theatrically which it was really just the cutscenes with some added you know what i mean um updated everything and it was good heavenly sword is one of my favorite stories out of that era of uh, i don't know if you, it was a launch title for ps3 by ninja theory i believe um that's now owned by xbox and it was a great great um great game great cinematography mm. great cgi for the time um and then you really really cared i think her name is noriko you uh, really cared about her. But yeah, God of War, actually, that's probably a surprising fact. That growing up alongside MK1 was my favorite franchise, and I was so pissed mm-hmm. when they announced a the 2018 one because I thought it ended so beautifully, you know, yeah. like uh, for God of War 3. But if they adapt this new age one or even just get, give that could be one of the most epically done things of all time. If you go God of War oh, 1, 2, 3, the story of vengeance, and then more or less a story of redemption to a degree, yeah. you know, I think that could be one of the most cohesive video game adaptation sagas of all time. Outside, I think. Do you
1: like 2018 or Envision Kratos or the original more?
2: More. I just love full, Full Wrath everything if a bunny gets in kratos's face it is not safe so i love that i just love that about 2018, Kratos.
1: 2018 dude it's just freaking outstanding it's me. more Honestly, emotional I feel like you know it's yeah, yeah i think that's what it is i mean the i love them all i've played them all and uh, multiple times I've, I've played them all and they're all great games but 2018 yeah. for some reason did something to me that it's just just a freaking beautiful game to look at and the story is just like you said it's a lot more emotional a lot more character development in it um yeah. These, these movies and i think that's what makes it harder too to adapt is because a lot of these video games are so cinematic now right yeah. like they have like their own like stories their own characters like it's hard for you to picture someone playing that character just because they already look so real and you have like incredible voice actors that are pretty mm-hmm. much i mean at this point they're using that you know that dot technology the motion capture they are the acting capture. you know what i mean yeah is they're the acting on a say. stage yep. and it's like it's it's hard to you know take something like that and then saying like yeah we're gonna do a movie, um, or a show and you're you have a different actor you have a, you know it, it's just a lot more difficult to kind of make that transition. Um,
0: well, to yeah. piggyback off of that too, like with Ghosts of uh, Tsushima, for example, they took a lot of heavy inspiration from like old school samurai movies, like First Allah, yeah. in, in you know in particular. Mm-hmm. And that's mentioned in, like, the making of, like, I've seen some of the behind the scenes of that, and they they go into, like, the types of films that they watched, like, the scenes that they looked at. So, a, a lot of that game is heavily, it's heavily modeled after classic cinema, right, mm-hmm. in terms of Japanese samurai movies. So, it's funny that it's like, now we're going to make a movie of a game that was inspired <laughs> heavily by movies. From so. movies. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's weird. Cause it's like full circle, but I'm just curious how that, you know, it's just, it's always one of those things where you wonder like how well they're going to be able to to pull it off. But I mean, I have faith in uh, the John wick director,
1: obviously. Yeah, John Chad, what, what's Chad's I forget his name all the time. Um,
0: chad staowski i think or something yeah like something that. like I that yeah his last name but
1: and yeah i mean his his work on the john wick movies have been fantastic and the stunt work and all that yeah. stuff he seems to really care about the stunt work and the action and i think he was talking about going back and watching some of those uh classic japanese films that they looked at so like i, I yeah. think he's super excited about the project too just because it, it does have like kind of cinematic roots to it um mm-hmm. and yeah when you play it man it's just interesting like you see like the samurai uh like when you're in a fight you get that like kind of like the camera it looks like those old school kurosawa or japanese cinematic movies you know what i mean like yeah. it's it, it has and it has like western vibes too where they have like you know their hand on the yeah. sword it's like pulling out a little bit it's it's so well done it's super yeah, the well slow done. draw yeah it's super cool to watch um but i mean so what and we can transition into like our favorites which i mean we kind of like dropped hints already throughout this podcast what? about what no. our favorites are <laughs> Not I don't me. know what Chase is going to say. <laughs> Let's start with you, man, because I, I know you're excited to talk about all things your your blue little friend.
2: My blue little friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty well known around the parts for how obsessed I am with Sonic. Um, yeah, I just... You know, there's things like... And one thing we didn't touch on, and this will correlate to like that question, is like Five Nights at Freddy's, right? There are mm-hmm. some that some people are going to trash talk. like There's just some people that went and casually saw that movie and didn't like it, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's even people that are buying the 4K and be like, well, what's this about? Well, you might not want to buy that movie out of just pure curiosity. Stream it first. It's on Peacock. Stream it. And then check yeah. it out, right? Because that's a movie just like Sonic that is made for fans. I do think that Sonic got a little bit more broad to reach all new target audiences. And, you know, now I see, um, kids walking around with like Sonic pajamas and stores and stuff like that, that I never remember seeing growing up, you know what I mean? So they're capturing mm-hmm. a new age generation and audience with these movies, just like the super Mario bros did. But then mm-hmm. with five nights at Freddy's that's targeted specifically. Like you had to know about some of that lore. It, that, that movie went wildly deep for no reason, but the people yeah. that like that stuff, like we've seen in the discord server, they were mega fans of it. You know, they were just mm-hmm. super excited for it. They liked it, enjoyed the whole ride. I didn't, you know, it's probably one of my least favorite movies I've seen this year, but again, I'm not a fan of it. So now you jump to Sonic right. the Hedgehog 2. Um, if you haven't seen it, which, uh, shame on you if you haven't seen it at this point. So there's a, just a specific part. There's been very few times, and I am proud to admit this whenever I've cried happy tears during a movie, and there's a part like the last 20 minutes it just got me by surprise they they held it to their chest extremely well And just playing Sonic, like that was one of the first games I ever played and how near and dear it is to me. I just was overwhelmed with joy. I was like, oh my God, they did that. Oh my God, I can't believe they did that. And I was just over the moon. I went back and saw it the next day. I think I saw it a total at least three times. I could have seen it four or five times in theaters. And then I definitely bought that nice Sega Genesis box art looking steelbook. (laughs) Um, Immaculate 4K transfer. It's a great movie. It's a, I think... If we're being realistic, like I gave it a 5 out of 5 every rewatch and that's just a sentimental rating. Yeah. But um it does ultra. Yeah, it has pacing issues for sure. And during the second yeah. act, it really really kind of like like when you're playing Sonic and you go to do a turn the other way and do a 180, it, it skirts itself with the wedding scene for sure I do believe. It it, it they could have cut that, you know, maybe did something a little bit different. But other than that, I find that to be one of the most well-made non TV shows. Um, Cause I still need to watch the last of us. I need to see all these other things that are coming out because there's, yeah. there's just so many on the horizon right now. And yeah. Sonic three just started production slated for next year. So I'm stoked. And I really hope Jim Carrey comes back. Cause if you haven't seen those, I think that is one of the things that could have also made or break the movie was mm-hmm. getting Jim Carrey as Eggman was one of the best things they did. Like that mm-hmm. was just absolute insanity. How well he killed that role. Um, mm. perfect casting I was kind of upset they didn't get a, yeah, a bigger fellow for that but I'm a m- massive Jim Carrey fan so once I saw the yeah, first same. one especially the second one I couldn't imagine anybody else being in the role at this point so I'm super excited for the future of that franchise hopefully it lives up on the third one because you know there's sometimes like it has to be one of the best improvements from first to sequel I've seen in this realm that we're talking about mm-hmm. just a lot of fun um, not much I would improve on outside of the pacing, and the first one was I couldn't have imagined it going any differently for trying to set up a world. But yeah, that one's my favorite one outside of the old school Mortal Kombat's. I love those, even Annihilation. They're just fun, practical effects driven, just fun fests, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. And then I also want to throw this out there, and this is going to take you guys by surprise, just because I have it pulled up right here. I actually like the Assassin's Creed movie. That movie I, I
0: actually have liked. not
1: seen it yet. Yeah, I haven't just, seen that yet either. Because everyone really? just trashed it so badly. And I and I actually do really love Assassin's Creed. I think it has like an incredible story to it. Yeah. So when a whole bunch of Assassin's Creed fans were like this is trash, I, I just kind of gravitated away from it. Yeah. Um but I mean is I'm that, glad uh, to hear that it's Michael, whatever's uh, in it, right? Baskander, uh, Baskander, uh, Baskander. right? It's, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a lot of good names been. in that movie. I think they had um Jeremy Irons was in it. Yep. It had like freaking uh What's that oh, French actress from Inception and Dark Knight Rises? Um, I know oh, Marion. Um, Marion, Clark- Clark- yeah, she's in it too. Clark- I think Clark- like Clark- they had some like fantastic actors in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, know, according to the fans, it just out. wasn't. It wasn't that great, but I mean, I'm glad to hear that you liked it.
2: Yeah, like I just don't get what like if you because I used to be I I've kind of fallen off. I don't like the newer Assassin's Creeds that much because I don't. I I liked Assassin's Creed for the 15, 30 hour experiences they were. Mm. Then you get Odyssey and Valhalla. That's a 100 plus hour investment. And I I just so much, though. I just couldn't get into (laughs) that. Like, I don't like super long games that aren't like Fallout, where Mm. I I can pace myself in that aspect, you know? Because sometimes I just want to go through a good Assassin's Creed story. So, this one, I, I just want to throw out there. Like, I mean, is it like a nine or a 10 out of 10? No. Uh, leaving, it was about a seven out of 10. There's some weird parts, but there's apps, it, it stays faithful to the core fundamentals of everything. The Spanish Inquisition was a solidly amazing aspect or um, event and timeline to go through the way that they did it and i think where people got rubbed wrong is the animus aspect of it is completely different it's almost like a mesh of i like to call it like portal meets assassin's creed how it kind of does itself but that's why i liked it like the, this fell in that category where the creative freedom is what i wanted right because we have so many assassin's creed games where the aspect of the animus and everything is so much the same i really respected them doing something different and financially it didn't pay off for them but i wish this movie got a little bit more love than it did because michael fassbender absolutely just he's a fantastic actor,
1: and everything
2: oh my god yeah he just crushed it like for his performance alone you know yeah um yeah because yeah if you haven't seen it and you are only going based off what other people say it's short give it a shot you know dude you can get the 4k for like six bucks yeah it's like I every think it was day. five
1: bucks on yeah. sale on freaking <laughs> a Black bucks. Friday. Yeah, yeah,
2: every day. I think I've given it away like three different times for giveaways <laughs> just because of the <laughs> ease of purchase and accessibility.
1: And it's like you said, like it's, it's you know, maybe there, that's the tough part too, right? It's like there are some video game adaptations where maybe you want to take more liberty, like like kind of as a filmmaker to, to do something different while exactly. staying faithful to it. So, it, you know, no matter what the adaptation is, it's never going to pay off for everybody. Like I don't think that there is any adaptation where it's like everyone loved it it's like you know even mm-hmm. i think with the last of us some people are like yeah i didn't like it i think that one just has the most i think general consensus as being probably one of the best adaptations of all time but like the i mean i talked to people on the server and read it were like yeah i didn't like it compared to the game and i'm talking about like hardcore fanatics of the game that just didn't like it so you're never going to please everyone yeah. so i mean i'll probably check it out at some point um i, I, I almost picked it up i it was on my but now i was like ah <laughs> I was like I, I I'm good. Um but I'll I'll probably check that one out. And yeah. and and you did I didn't want to cuz you're talking about Sonic. You you shamed me into watching it cuz mm-hmm. I had that day coming off work where I was like I'm just going to binge through a bunch of movies. I'm like I'm going to watch like six or seven movies. Yeah. Um and you're like Sonic's going to be one of <laughs> those, <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like all right dude, I'll watch Sonic. And and you know what? It it's it's a fun movie. I actually yeah. liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Um it's not, you know, it, it's not like it it's not if it's not like a cinephile's dream obviously oh for sure it's yeah. it's just like a fun little popcorn f- film and there's a lot of one-liners in that movie that like with like modern like pop cultural references that made me laugh yeah um and then the second one when i was watching cuz i watched them back to back the second one with um I think I was texting you. I was like, I had no idea that Idris Elbow was fucking Knuckles. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was a, like, I, I, I liked Sonic growing up. I played it a lot when I was growing up, but I wasn't like invested in the world. Like I, whenever a new Sonic game came out, I play it, but I wasn't like into the lore or anything like that. And I always, I always liked playing as Knuckles growing up. Um, yeah. So like when, when, i was like oh cool knuckles is in this and then i heard the voice and i'm like i'm like is that fucking idris elba and i like googled it during the movie i'm like holy shit and he was hilarious as knuckles He was like great. just like the the drywall like flat humor that like you know he doesn't understand yeah. half the shit that people are talking <laughs> about it's it's yeah. fantastic i i actually the the second one was i actually like the second one more i think oh than yeah the first one it's way better um, in every way yeah, so it's, 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 it's a fun, li- and then Tails, you, dude, Tails is like, it's gonna sound, he's fucking adorable, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> freaking adorable character, yeah. man, when he, he's on screen, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> don't let <laughs> they anything happen it. to it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, but don't, please, yeah, but, um, you it, they're are fun thing. movies, man. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's, they're, they're fun movies, I had, I had a fun, they're not perfect by any means. Oh, for sure. Um, but I'll probably, surprisingly enough, like, the third one, I'll probably watch it in theaters when it comes out. Yeah. Um yeah they're, they're 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 fun movies i think that it's kind of like how i felt with um super mario bros when we were talking about it like it's like you know i walked out of the movie it was a fun time like if they make a super mario sequel i'll, I'll probably go watch it but oh,
2: it's already um, been announced
1: oh i'm sure when you make yeah. three billion dollars <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> a no-brainer but um yeah sonic was was solid man yeah uh, i appreciate the recommendation just because i mean when it came out i mean it had all that crap with the animation and i'm like mm-hmm. oh dude if you guys can't nail the an- animation of sonic like yeah. uh, you know i'm thinking like the story you probably butchered 100%. yeah <laughs> so um but it was fun yeah i enjoyed it well you've seen and now it, right? what's your your I've, hot dog i've seen the first one <laughs> oh the
0: the hot dog sonic <laughs> on discord that's yeah. been there for a couple years now yeah
1: <laughs> did you like it will
0: yeah, it was fun. I mean, I, I pretty much have the same thoughts as that. I mean, it's like Mario. I think there's certain movies I go into, like, not expecting them to be, like you said, it's not, like, peak cinema or, like, a cinematic yeah. masterpiece. It's just, it's a, it's a fun video game adaptation, and it's not intended to be serious, and I don't go in there expecting it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm, not a fan, I'm not a fan of the games like, like you are, Chase, but, I mean, I was still able to understand some of the references, you know, playing Sonic as a kid, obviously, so... Yeah, I mean, it's a fun movie. Like, I, I felt the same way about the Mario Brothers movie. It's it's fun. I mean, that's... it. I was entertained. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not going to... I don't own the Mario Brothers movie. I'm not going to go out of my way to buy it. But, yeah, I mean, will I see the sequel? Maybe, maybe not. You know, with those kind of things, it, it just depends. Like, if it's, if it's getting good reviews, if it gets a lot of buzz, you know, I'll check it out like I did with Mario. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched Sonic after hearing you talk about it. And, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it you know for what it was it was it was decent i think that's the thing with a lot of these movies too like obviously it's subjective but i think you have to go into it with certain intentions of of what your expectations should be oh, like absolutely. Uh, and i also think it depends on the intentions behind the people making i think you can approach you can approach some of these movies with the idea of just making it fun and making it digestible and presentable to a general audience and still have things in there that are going to make people who played the games happy. Obviously, Mm -hmm. like you said, Gabe, you're not going to please everybody. I just think with certain properties, it's easier to do that, right? Like, like Mario is a little more straightforward. It's more acceptable. It's, it's, it's appealing to a wider range of people that have grew up with the games and played the games, or then now their kids are playing the games. Um, whereas something with like last of us, obviously that's a, a lot more of a hard hitting, emotional, like grounded, you know, story about survival. So, I just think it depends on the type of game you're trying to uh, adapt and whether or not you know how to go about that and how to make that work. And sometimes that can be tricky, as we've seen. But, yeah, uh, Yeah. Sonic was fun. Mario was fun. I want to, this is like a random thought. The Tomb Raider movie, I think I said 2013. That movie actually came out. 2018, right? It was later. Yeah, it was like five years later. It was 2018. I don't know yeah. why I said 13. I just wanted to. Because that's when that. the reboot came out. The game reboot came out. I'm almost
2: pretty sure. Yeah, okay. See, that's, oh, yeah. that's what I'm thinking and of. That then. was.
1: Okay. I love the freaking reboot of that game. But, dude. And that's pretty much what yeah, it is. Not the backtrack, but. Yeah. Yeah. The adaptation. No, they're that. good.
2: I always keep forgetting to, uh, I, yeah, a special shout out to those, like the Alicia Vikander ones, the Angelina Jolie ones, they're all fun. I think that's yep. the one where, like, you can go and watch if you're a fan of it, or even if you like Uncharted and you were kind of a little bit upset with the movie. Like, I found it decent. Go and watch those yep. Tomb Raider movies. The Alicia Vikander one pretty much adapts that 2013 story, I would say, like, 60, 70% of the way, at least in the raw. And even greatness. some of the,
1: the, um, like artwork too, with like her jumping across the plane and stuff like that. Like, yeah, just, they took mm-hmm. stuff straight out of the game, which it, yeah, I yeah. had fun with that movie.
2: Yeah. It was good. And blow me away. Like certain shots did like what you were saying, like, whoa, you know, mm-hmm. but as a whole, mm-hmm. the package, it's kind of like the, the plane scene in uncharted, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. They, but you advertised the part hell part of out of
1: that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Dude, that's the whole trailer. It was like the first trailer that came out, it was just him falling out of the plane the whole time. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's, it's wild. Okay, yeah. so what's your guys's? Are you are, all right? We, we already we,
1: talked about it, dude. I mean, like yeah, it's, yeah we already uh, we we're in the same boat. The, the oh, steel book here—it's a little bit hard to see. Let me see if I can get it. Yeah, good. There you me. go. There nice you go. Shiny reflection. This
0: is the last. Get a though, money was,
1: shot. A uh, Finac steel book. That I was kind of pissed. I was like waiting for it to come out domestically. I was like, all right, like they're going to release this like, domestically, and then yeah. sure enough, like a week before it came out, I'm like, okay, maybe not. And <laughs> I got had to. You. Yeah, dude, it got me, bro. Cause I mean it's a nice steel book. Um But The Last of Us, it's it's a game I've been passionate about. You you guys have heard me talk about it. It's um it's it's probably my favorite video game of all time, just because the story when I first played it, it it just hit me so freaking hard. Um mm. as soon as the game ended and cut to black, I was just like literally I think I was sitting there for like a good hour just like reading about it and processing it and and it it's such a morally ambiguous ending. Like it's like there the reason I love it so much is like people debate that game's ending even to this day. Um, you know, yeah. like what, what, I'm not gonna going get, get into spoilers, but you know, there's a decision a character makes, and there's you know a camp of people saying I would have done the exact same thing he did, and there's a camp of people saying no, like that's really fucked up. Like how could you <laughs> how could you support that? Yeah, and it's and it's that you know that game came out. I think 10 years ago, maybe. Um, and people still debate it to this day, man. And it's and it's such a really impactful story that just like resonated with me. So I I was always hesitant about it kind of transitioning to a video game adaptation. I know for a second people, they were talking about it being a movie with, I think, Josh Brolin. I don't know if this was like more fan kind of rumors, but like Josh Brolin I as like that. Joel. And I think the girl from Game of Thrones that played Arya Stark as Ellie. Um, I think they were in oh, okay. talks to to do the movie, and then it kind of <clears throat> went into kind of production hell. Where, um, I think the the video game creator he actually wrote a screenplay for like a movie, a tentative screenplay. Um, and it just kind of like you know people, I say, forgot about it. They just kind of took on other projects and such, and he just kind of shelved it. But the the creator of the game, I don't know if you guys saw Chernobyl. Did you guys check that out on HBO? I've been meaning yeah. to. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Dude, oh, dude it's oh, so I thought you saw freaking it. incredible, mm-hmm. man. Honestly, yeah. one I of the best freaking shows. Yeah, I, I bought the 4K. It's freaking fantastic, dude. So Craig Mason is his name. So he's the one who actually did Chernobyl. He played Last of Us, and he was like, he had kind of the same impact I was talking about, where he's like, this is like one of the best stories I've ever seen. Um, yeah. So he reached out to PlayStation, and um, Neil Druckmann, who's the director and the 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 writer of the first game he was like we need to adapt this like this is like an incredible story so um it's just slowly transitioned you know to a to a mini or not a mini series like i guess a season one from there um and i freaking loved it dude the casting was on point pedro pascal and you got bella ramsey um a lot of other good supporting actors um and it's so faithful to the freaking game um it, it takes some creative liberties where it's like um you know some kind of background stuff that they actually make like a full episode about but it's it's it hits hard it, it it i think that they they did a great job with the creative liberties they did take but i would say like 90% of it is pretty much tit for tat it's the game like it's it, there's even like dialogue from the game that just like you know they pulled straight out of the game and put it in in the show
0: um i was going to say they don't veer too far off course from the game it's actually pretty mm-mm. like throughout it's pretty like neck and neck with with everything all the major um i guess we could say the major plot points at least right like the major events in the game are are included
1: and dude i I, even when i knew what was happening because i played the first game like freaking six times already like i've been in that game so many times and like i already Mm -hmm. knew what each plot point was and i still it, it hit differently seeing some of these actors take on uh, these roles like I I still got emotional with some of the scenes like some of it like Bella Ramsey honestly like I, I don't know if she wanna I think she won to um some awards for this role I could be wrong but uh she did a great job playing Ellie man um and and they they ended it just like the game did you know you get this super morally ambiguous ending and it just cuts to black and people are like you know it it was fun seeing that conversation reemerge again because it happened back in 2013 when the game came out and then. All the people that hadn't played the game, you know, watching the show. And then, you know, I was like waiting for that last episode because I knew that everyone was just going to debate it. And sure enough, you go on forums and stuff online, everyone's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And just, you know, talking about it. It was so much fun, dude. It's the, the I was 100% pleased with that adaptation. I wouldn't change anything about it. It's, it's probably. At least to me, it's it's the most accurate, the most honest, the most genuine video game adaptation, and that's probably because they had the you know the writer and the director of the game you know heavily invested in it. So I don't know I, what what were your thoughts about it, Will?
2: Let me pose this to you, and then I want you to answer the same thing, Will. Afterwards, yeah, if sure. you could only take what's out right now, season one or the game, you could only play uh, one or do one. What would you that's choose?
1: Yep, that's a horrible question to ask me. So you're saying like the the season one of the yeah, the just show, season one of the show or the show game? Or Not, the game. Yeah. yeah, or the first game. I mean, the it's always, always gonna hit, dude. So I mean, to like it's always gonna be the game, just because I mean that's the you know the okay. source material, and that's for what sure. Yeah, you wouldn't have the show without about. the game, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, in I mean. that
2: aspect, I meant for like, because you know the the show you could go through a lot quicker than the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you could only have one. Or replay the game is kind of what I was saying. Like, if it's that faithful and stuff like that, and you could pretty much take mm-hmm. one for one. Even if people aren't gamers, they could dig into this, have a fun ride, everything like that. So that's exciting to hear. Probably actually finish the game now.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd say, like, obviously, I'm going to say, because I'm emotional and like you said with Sonic, I'm always going to take the game. But I would say, like, for someone who's like, I don't know which one I want to do. Like, honestly, I and that's the great part about this adaptation like if someone said like they wanted to watch the show first uh, go ahead like it's yeah. that good like and you know usually i'd say play the game first but the adaptation is just so freaking good yeah that i i wouldn't mind you know start having people start with the show and then play the game afterwards because that's what a lot of people did recently you know they they saw the show and then the the i think sales like went on a massive uptick for the first installment of the game um but yeah, it's crazy. I, I love it, dude. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if you had any other thoughts about it. I know you enjoyed it, too.
0: Yeah, I loved it. it. I mean, it's not my favorite game of all time, but it's definitely up there. I'd say probably in my top five. It, I remember playing the game and thinking like, wow, this is better than a movie. <laughs> I mean, the the, the just the, the, the intricate way in which they handled the story and like how detailed it was and how detailed the world was and the character interactions, and the turmoil that that you have to deal with is, it was just, from what I remember at the time, dude, it was just on another level in terms of how much engagement you actually had playing something like that. And I remember, like, talking to friends about it, like, this is insane. Like, you know, and then obviously with the sequel that they announced, it just, I I remember the excitement that I had, you know, when when I heard that at the time. Um, But as far as adaptations go, yeah, it's definitely, I think, technically... And just all around the most well done that I've ever seen, um, and and just a shining example of of what you could do uh, with a mini series or a TV format, right? Um, mm-hmm. With with these kinds of stories, um, you touched pretty much on a lot of the stuff that I was thinking, Gabe. I want to touch a little more on the technical aspect, but before that, I I will say as far as like acting and the character work, um, I think his name is Nick Offerman from Parks and Rec. Oh, he plays dude, Bill. Yeah. Dude, yeah that fucking just floored me destroyed me me. his whole i cried (laughs) (laughs) i i don't want to get into it because i'm gonna get emotional i can't talk about it yeah for some reason still um but yeah he just i mean everybody's great in it pedro pascal is great it. every everyone's fantastic but yeah he his performance in particular just that whole arc Mm -hmm. i loved every scene that he was in it was amazing to fucking watch him um But, I mean, technically, like, even the way they did the VFX, I watched a lot of behind the scenes about um, some of the episodes, especially, like, the bigger shots that they had of the city here and there when they're walking around in that world. Yeah. Just, they just went about it in a way that was just technically so impressive. Like, the way they captured everything, the effects were not, like, it wasn't noticeable. Like, everything looked incredibly well done. The set design was was fantastic. Even the the creature effects, like the special oh, the effects, clickers. makeup, the clickers, all that stuff was fantastic. You know, and then even the the people that are infected, they they did. And and those scenes, by the way, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but when when you know, the game was kind of known for that. It's like a survival drama thriller first and foremost, but it had those horror elements. And mm-hmm. you know, being more of a horror fan, I appreciated that. But what I loved about it is like, damn, this is like scarier than like any resident evil game i've ever played just because you have the the story and the character work there we talk about this all the time but i mean it it really does make so much more of an impact um but they just found i mean again it, it we talked about transitioning from a game into a movie or a tv format and they just found a way to do that without losing a lot of the impact that you would get playing the game Right, mm-hmm. you, you still have that impact watching the show, and they just found a way to make they, they found that balance, right, without having to throw in everything in the game because obviously for for time timing reasons and restraints they couldn't do that. But yeah, technically it's such a well done show as well. Yeah. So practical I mean, effects you know, are t-
1: freaking incredible.
0: They were awesome. <laughs> so everybody who worked on it, I mean HBO did a fantastic job, and they usually do really 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 well. I don't I'm not a fan of everything HBO's done, but it was. Yeah. Definitely my favorite adaptation thus far. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens with Borderlands because that's that is one of my favorite games and um I don't know if we want to talk about that and what our what our expectations are for that. But Yeah, know, any upcoming release I'm down like, to talk about. Borderlands is one yeah. of those things where it's like oh, I don't know. I just I'm I'm unsure. it has to come down to the art as i said before well it's hard for me to envision that like how are they going to translate that like like last of us works i think because of why because of the game to be grounded so grounded yeah and and for me like to to be able to digest that like it it has to have some kind of facilitated grounded story right in order Mm. to work or at least like with borderlands i mean it's a it's a it's chaos <laughs> it's a it's a it's a sh- it's a loot and shoot right Like or shoot mm-hmm. and loot whatever they call those games it's am i saying it
1: right fuck i'm getting old man i don't know dude i don't even remember
0: <laughs> how to say it but it's just I, it's hard for me to looter shooter got it <laughs> looter shooter it's, it's hard for me to envision how they're going to translate that to to on screen you know and part of the fun of of like with last of us it's single player, right? So you have time to absorb everything that's happening around you. You can kind of zone in and disappear, you know, for a couple days and just get lost in the game and you can you can do that with the show because the show finds a way to translate that intimacy, you know, um into your experience watching the show, right? And watching the characters on screen. Whereas with Borderlands, I don't know, Borderlands is just so much more. Again, it I think I have a problem with like when the worlds are just so much more expansive it's like okay well how are they going to contain this into a movie if it's a movie to like an hour and a half even if it's two hours like how are they going to do that i mean you can't make it a three and a half hour movie about borderlands i just don't think that's going
1: to work
2: yeah maybe two and a half pushing it but that's relying a lot on the fan base
1: right it's eli roth directing it right yeah i believe so who doesn't at least to me i mean you, you guys can point out a title of his but like i don't feel like he has a lot of experience with like you know like it's, kind of like visual effects and like you know the stuff like more visual kind of stuff like he, he's always kind of been more of a i don't want to say grounded because obviously some of the premises are, are crazy for some of his movies but kind of like more grounded stuff where it's like not cgi well, more, heavy more it's like visual effects he's, heavy. he's, he's yeah, more practical. yeah he's not
0: he's more practical like in camera like on mm-hmm. the day kind of stuff like those kind of gags as opposed to like you know a big vfx like marvel type not that yeah. this is going to be like a marvel movie but in terms of the scale of the vfx and the world that they're building i mean yeah it's definitely definitely a, a different ballpark for him so yeah i'm curious to see how how he tackles that but we'll see I yeah. don't know. what do you guys think no um, I, I, i'm pretty much same thing right, go ahead chase Yeah,
2: I really don't have anything to add on to that. Like, they have to find some way to get the cell shading down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Like, if it's not that, then it's going to look really weird. Really weird you know like trying to buy into a borderlands universe where you don't have the heavy outlines and cell shading that's really it i can see them as long as it's goofy it doesn't take itself seriously in any way i mean they've got jack black as claptrap already so i'm in you know they've got me a little bit of the way there i just need to see a trailer and that'll be one of the few trailers it's not a
0: game that i feel like would work better as like an animated movie i just like because of the art style it's kind of already in that realm for me and it's just and again this is a personal thing it's just it's like the inability to separate myself from my perception of what the game is and and try to view the Mm -hmm. film any differently like it's going to be hard for me to do that i think yeah i I don't know i mean maybe they'll come out with something that'll find a way to make it work and and blow me away i don't know
1: but dude 10 bucks though though, that it that it it doesn't have that art style that you're talking about chase i i can completely see the teaser is going to come out and it's going to be just normal looking kind of with know, heavy makeup with like heavy cgi like but like they're not going to go all out with like the outlines and all that stuff i don't see that happening i could be wrong man if but the,
2: yeah i don't know me. that i don't know that'll probably take me out of it for me you know what I mean? It's because like another
1: Sonic situation. It's like if you if you can't get the visual aesthetics, or if you got Sonic looking yeah. like a freaking like radioactive, whatever the <laughs> fuck that was like. I don't whatever whatever who okay like that's mind blowing that they okayed oh, that. That's mind boggling that they okayed they had
2: that. to have done that for the press. They had to have. There's no way they they said that looks good, dude. <laughs> There's no someone way.
1: Did someone drew that? And, and <laughs> they they took their time animating the whole film with him in it. Like there, someone right. said that was okay, or multiple people said that was okay. Like that's mind boggling. Um, yeah, I'm wondering if even Sega was like, yeah, do that. Like, it, like it's, it's, I don't know. They said, but,
2: say less. Release the trailer now. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they I will say though storm.
0: regarding regarding borderlands though like that's the thing the art style is such a big part of is, what so. makes the game visually yeah. appealing to people so that it's like okay like like you were saying gabe like you bet they might not do that and that's that's their decision but again it's like okay well if you're gonna move away from that like that's part of the whole selling point of the game so got you already have mm-hmm. you have a lot of people that are going to be expecting something like that or they're going to be waiting to see how they do it and then if if we end up getting something where it's just absent altogether like i just don't know how well that's gonna sell you know in Mm -hmm. terms of convincing people that this is something worth going to check out i don't know
2: no yeah i agree because that's what got me into it way back when was that 2008 when that game came out that's what made me buy it the art style Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah yeah, it's
1: gonna be interesting i'm honestly shocked that they've never even tried to do like a uh a call of duty movie with how much fucking call of duty makes. I mean, there's not much you could really do for a call of duty movie. It'd be some standard okay, Dunkirk, guess, but you just call it call uh, of duty. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure that they'll eventually try just out of the name alone. People will probably go see it. Uh, or even like Grand Theft Auto or something like that. Now. I always thought that they would do a Grand Theft Auto movie, like a vice city kind of, Yeah, but it, that's hard to replicate too. Cause that game was so freaking classic yeah just the aesthetics of it it's kind of hard to replicate that but um, i would
0: see a red dead redemption like red dead redemption is one of my favorite games oh, like I mean, yeah, I mean, that's I mean, my top five western genre though so for me it's like that just kind of hits home so i mean that that was going to be i was going to say when you guys asked like something that hasn't been adapted yet it would be that one for me yeah, yeah. That, that first one was my favorite game of though. all time
2: at one point you well,
0: like yeah, the first that's one the more thing. than the
1: second chase uh, You weren't ready for this answer. So I oh, bought man. that game. At,
2: <laughs> I bought that game for like $60 new and it came out and it sat on my shelf for two years and I never broke the seal on it because I just never had the time for that. But I played really? probably about eventually got into it, man. You're going to be proud of me. Oh, <laughs> You're going to be proud of me. I got to whopping in 10 minutes into that game. I got to whopping in 10 minutes into Red Dead Redemption oh, 2. Oh
1: man. Will's like no. No. Will, had Will to he disconnect. said only 10 minutes in. Oh, you know, what? What? don't Redemption. don't even
2: tell me what No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah I never I, I definitely want to. It's a heavy investment, minutes, but the first one with John Marston was at one yeah. point. So there's a sequence of events. I guess we'll go over my tier list. It was Red Dead Redemption 1 because of the ending. It it it, right. it pulled at me. Then I got to Dead Space. Dead Space became my favorite game of all time. And then the yep. reigning champion that has never changed is Portal 2. That's probably my most wanted adaptation because that could be one of the greatest sci-fi things to ever hit you know, the screen for a long time. Yep. Because the humor, everything. I, I think that would be an all-encompassing film if you did Portal. But yeah, Red Dead Redemption 1 is like my third favorite game of all time. I just never got around to the second one. Like, I really don't play games anymore. I really don't. I think the last time I got into a heavy investment was Borderlands three. But yeah, I mean I'd agree with you. I would watch the Live in Hell. I never played Revolver, which I know had Marston in it, but Red Dead Redemption 1, the one of the most memorable scenes in a video game is when you're going to Mexico and it starts playing the I literally listen to the song still by Jose Gonzalez. Far, far from far from home. And mm, when he's going yeah. to Mexico, you're riding the horse and it's like yeah. so far away, you know, dude, it's just yeah, fucking yeah. classic. And you're just controlling the horse. And it's just, it was one of the most cinematic games in that period for me, just the way it was done, everything. So yeah. I agree. I'd back that. I'd, I'd go see it. Just haven't gone to the second one yet, though. Yeah. Two, two is better. Yeah, the better.
0: second one's awesome, dude. Yeah, definitely play two <laughs> you. I mean, that's the thing with me, though. Like. I was actually at my girl's yesterday, and it's on her console. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I was logging on to throw in a Blu-ray, and I'm like, "Oh shit, Red Dead Redemption." <laughs> like, do I do I want to spend the red? I wouldn't be here right now if I chose to do that. Cause I'd still be over there. So I can't do it, man. man. I I get I lose track of time so easily when I get in, like when I get into it. That's why I don't mm-hmm. play games as much anymore because I just I'm.
1: Well, I think with that one, it's because I, I think all three of us love westerns, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, yeah, I, 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 freaking love westerns, man. So like that game, I can just like, uh, I'll lose myself and just play forever. Like it's so yeah. fucking well done. Especially, you need to play the second one, Chase. I know it's like a lot of fucking time, bro. But that that story, I feel like is is take the first one and make it like ten times more emotionally impactful. I feel like, and I love the first one, by the way. The first one's freaking fantastic. Yeah, just it's great. the second one though, it's it's freaking intense. Yep.
2: My best memories of Red Dead Redemption Two was uh, I did that was when I broke the seal. I played ten minutes of the story, got online with the the friends, and so we would get on our horses and then we would max out the charge on it. And there's a cliff where your horse won't turn around when you hit the <laughs> cliff, so we would just jump down, launch
1: yourself, yeah, and just launch ourselves <laughs> off the
2: cliff. It was just fun. The way that, that everything would ragdoll. It was a great time. Yeah, I just never got around to it. Like.
0: Yeah,
1: Dude. it's
2: just not much of a gamer anymore. Like I, I used to be a crazy gamer, man.
1: My brother, uh, he'll probably get mad if he if he knows I told this story on the podcast, or maybe he won't care. But like he, mm-hmm. so Red Dead Redemption Two, we had both bought it at the same time, and we we're just kind of checking in with each other while we were playing it. And then like he was like on a mountain or something with his horse, and like tumbled down these like rocks, and like the, it was like literally like almost like a car rolling with but it, like with a horse. So he's like yeah. going down the mountain, and his his horse died. <laughs> And then he got pissed off and turned it off. And then, like, he never played after that. (laughs) Like, he he was, like, 20 or 30 hours into it. And then I'm like, hey, did you ever play Red Dead? He's like, no, dude. He's like, my horse died. (laughs) And he never picked it up again. And I'm like, dude, that's crazy. It's mind-boggling.
2: That's funny. Yeah, that that would be one hell of an adaptation. Like, all three of them from Revolver. Because there's a a huge plot thread in that one. Um, Mm -hmm. To Redemption, to 2. Uh, well, no, it would have to go to then Redemption, because it's a prequel, right?
1: Yeah, 2 is a prequel.
2: Yep, yep, exactly. So it'd have to go Revolver 2, and then unless it goes before Revolver. But yeah, those those are great. And one thing, I mean, John Carpenter's been tied to possibly do a Dead Space movie for the longest time. I don't know how really? I feel about that. Yeah, it's been so um, off and on because he's a mega Dead Space fan, like a huge really? Dead Space fan.
0: Yeah, yeah he, dude, that's, he's uh, a gamer. Gabe, that's all John Carpenter does now is just smoke doobies and play video games. <laughs> Good he's, for him. That's that, like the yeah.
1: freaking like uh, like
0: dream retirement right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when he's not touring with the Halloween, because he, him and his son actually tour. I think they do. Uh, yeah, they go around. I don't know if they're doing it currently, but they've they've gone on a few tours since the new Halloween movies have come out to kind of tour the soundtrack, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So you know, he goes and plays stuff from from the newer films, and then obviously a lot of his own filmography: Escape from New York, you know, Halloween, The Thing, all that. So it's cool. That is but, really cool. Yeah, he's chilling, playing video games when he's not, you know, composing. I guess <laughs>
1: that's pretty dope. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of like actors and like, I mean, I, I heard ice is like a huge freaking gamer. Yeah, Henry Cavill's yeah. like freaking crazy, bro. That that man like built his own PC and is it, just heavily invested in a whole bunch of different like, I think well, he's doing Warhammer. Uh, War we did about The Witcher. I don't oh. know if you guys want to touch on that. I haven't uh, watched that. I know that. it's based on a, a novel as well, which I didn't, I wasn't aware of, but I haven't I've seen the read show. read the first novel. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm I'm on the I'm horrible with books bro I I, I open a book up and I I'll, I'll do like 200 pages put it down and then start another book 200 pages put it down start another book like that's how I I'm like it's super weird but like I read the first book and I'm like halfway through the second one and it's yeah. um the the first season it it's really it's it's all it's, it's different it's different than the game it's kind of different than the book um yeah. it was but I I kind of enjoyed watching it it was it was kind of a fun fun ride um I but i think that's why he left though just because it was so it was branching off so much from the source material that he was like i don't want to do this anymore right but i mean it's it's a fun it's a fun series i don't i don't know if i'd recommend people watch it though like i mean that's a lot of time investment that's like 10 hours for the first season i think
2: do you guys want a henry cavill fun fact i think a lot of people know this by now but he almost wasn't superman do you know why I did he okay, I right? heard this? Why? Because he was playing World of Warcraft and hear his phone going off, and it was yeah, Zach Snyder yeah. calling
1: him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard that he was like had his headphones on or something, right? Yeah, he, he almost yeah. didn't hear
2: it. He was like super into World of Warcraft. Uh, I I busted that's out laughing funny. during that interview. I, I love him, dude. He's so passionate, and I think that's all. I haven't super watched. Super humble, dude. I I like literally want to watch Witcher for Henry Cavill. I haven't seen it. Um, I heard it super different, which again I'm okay with. I will give anything mm. a shot, right? Unless it's Borderlands coming out without that art style i'm not gonna go watch it but the witcher i'll give it a try everything like that um but i mean for him to get so pissed off on the creative direction to not want to come back for one of his favorite novels yeah. games everything of all time mm-hmm. and just be like dude like we need to do this we need it like he just wants it to go he doesn't want control or anything like for him to leave mm-hmm you know, just because of creative differences. It's just wild. Like that dude is just the most passionate person you could ever get attached to a project. Um, based on reports, I've never, he's one of the few people that you'd never hear anything bad, but great things about him. Super Mm -hmm. charming guy, passion drives him in everything he does. And now he's doing the Warhammer series, um, which I believe is Amazon, which I'm not a big 40 K fan. I've played, I think, um, there was one with uh, one of the dwarves from the world on it, uh, Chaos mm-hmm. Bane. I think I played that one uh, a while ago, but I don't know anything about it. But I mean, Cavils attached almost likely give it a whirl. Oh, but otherwise,
0: I, I have no opinion is on War- Warhammer is a tabletop game, too, right? Yes, which yeah. was the tabletop game. Yeah, he we should the, segue because
1: they do the the mini. He does the miniatures too. He paints the miniatures. Like he went oh, to like some tour of like the factory where they have the miniatures, and he yeah. was there for like hours just staring at stuff. And he's just a he's a, he, he's a cool guy. He's a super humble nerd who just like wants things <laughs> to be done like just just as faithful as to the source material as possible. Yeah. Um, so I I don't know anything about Warhammer. I've never played it. I've never I've never read about it nothing but like if he's attached to it I'll, I'll watch it
2: 100% I keep forgetting to bring this up but I'm glad we're talking about tabletop games because I want to shout out one of the most surprising hits of this year Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves that movie was oh yeah
1: totally forgot about it dude oh my god what a surprise that was
0: yeah Will you saw it I saw it yeah I actually saw it over the uh, over the weekend well I shouldn't say the weekend last week while I was sick yeah um, i picked it up at best buy it was dude it was actually yeah it was really fun i did yeah. not expect <laughs> like, hilarious <laughs> the marketing is completely misleading for that movie uh-huh. and this is the problem with like bad marketing is that they just don't get the the central message of like what makes the film attractive or enticing right? yeah and you know, like i watched it and i'm like what the like it was so i fun. don't understand yeah so much yeah. fun yeah so much fun from beginning so, to yeah, end I'm, I'm glad you recommended it because i enjoyed it and i thought everybody was solid too like everybody looked like they were having fun like enjoying yeah. what was happening i watched some of the behind the scenes stuff there wasn't much on there but um yeah i mean it it, it was, had good uh, action it, was it had
1: like a good action good you know it was a good story and i i, I think it yeah. had a lot of heartwarming parts to it too like interlaced yeah. with like a lot of like hilarious Parts so with it i always think about the, the the scene where the dude's like walking away on the beach and then like he's like you think he's gonna uh you know turn away from the rock or he's gonna walk over <laughs> i forgot what happened but the dude's like he like walks over the yeah it's just like stupid little silly stuff like that it's such a freaking fun movie to watch man i had a blast with that movie yeah, yeah it was fun it was awesome enjoyed it
2: what what's his it's a bard in that world that sings right um what's chris pine's character's role it, in the it, game um He's uh not a muse a rogue? He's not yeah, a rogue. No, is is he a rogue? he's
1: well he's a thief or like he steals stuff doesn't he like he's
2: i guess you could consider him a rogue but i thought like a bar or know. somebody that like because he's got that banjo because yeah that's yeah. the scene that i love the most whenever he's distracting them with like the alternate oh yeah <laughs> and then <laughs> that they're part's hilarious they're too. just super invested and then it just goes the way it does but yeah like you said um everybody had a lot of fun if you haven't seen that in any way anybody listening check it out yeah that's probably the most surprising disc i've thrown in this year because i mean it went on black friday sale so for 10 bucks i knew i wanted to see it because a a lot of people said great things about it yeah. word of mouth was strong i think that has to be the strongest word of mouth movie i've seen since top gun maverick yeah dude like, i saw it
1: on streaming i haven't seen the disc yet oh really yeah i saw it uh, i think a few months ago just like you said word of mouth everyone's like do you need to watch it and i was like it, yeah it, like well, will said whoever did the marketing for that movie needs to be fired <laughs> just because it it, the, the trailer was just so bad it looked like a cheap, totally like missed, like video missed, missed game adaptation that you're you're not going to care no. about and it's like one of the funnest movies, one of the the best surprises I've had watching a movie at yep. least this year.
0: Yeah, I think his character is a is it a bard? Because he like his I whole say point is to provide like a lighthearted like you know yeah kind of interpretation of like what's happening because there's something like that in the game too. Pretty sure. yeah yeah.
2: Um, I wanted to shout out the funniest scene, and they're gonna be mild spoilers. Somebody want to skip ahead in the next thirty seconds. So the part at the beginning, whenever he's giving his case to be released, yeah, and he has this whole breakout plan, <laughs> yeah. but but they're like, We were gonna release you, but he's just like, Oh, yeah. fuck you all, essentially, and yeah. just flies right. Out of there. They're like, dude, you were gonna be released. <laughs> yeah. It is no, fucking that hilarious. That's when I knew I was in for a good ride and they just kept telling him, Dude, we don't care about your life story. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> speed it up. <laughs> yeah, that was a great fun. Um yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that breaks my top ten list. You know, thinking about it. I've I've watched it twice since I bought the disc. I had such a good time with it.
1: Really? Oh yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, was it was that this year? Did that come out early this year? March? Yeah, March, I remember right? it wow. March opened the week
2: before Super Mario. That was its biggest competition.
1: Wow, <laughs> man! Just, it just came out at a bad time. It was just marketed real poorly. I think like if yeah. it, if it came out maybe like you know the next few months, like if they just waited, I think it could have done pretty well. But I, I'd probably put in my top ten. I still got to do my top 10 list it's it's hard man just because I, I know i i'm gonna do that maestro review but like there's some movies that just keep creeping into my top five dude i'm getting in trouble i keep saying this is my top five this is my top five and now i'm like fuck how many movies do i have in my top five now we all know this so
2: one's number one. We don't even have to, you know. Screw it. There you go. That's that's the episode <laughs> for
0: next year, guys. You heard it here uh, first. Man. We aren't gonna do it anymore. You already know my
1: number one. <laughs> Out of complete Nolan bias, it's gonna be probably. He's going he's gonna stay. when he
0: when he introduces his list, he's gonna sound like he's talking about Oppenheimer, and he's. I saw a review like that in Letterboxd. It was actually super funny. It like spoke. It was written like they were describing Oppenheimer. And then it was, like, in the number one slot. And he's like, and number two is Oppenheimer. <laughs> like, everything everything that was written out was like, oh, this is Oppenheimer. But it was yeah. Godzilla. Funny. Yeah. That's um, great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any other shout-outs before we wrap
2: this up? Any other video game adaptations? Anything we haven't talked about? We can trash. Uh, I skipped over Halo because it was trash.
0: What was do we want to do? One, one, one stay away from, one recommend, and one future, and like, what we're anticipating? I mean, we kind of already did that. But anything else that comes to mind other than the ones that we mentioned stay i would stay persuaded. away from
1: halo like jason <laughs> yeah
0: that would be mine yeah i haven't seen halo that's one of those yeah aesthetically it looks man. good
1: like yeah I me too halo, i freaking love halo. you
2: can't do what you did you can take as much creative freedom as you can but some of the things that they did in that you just cannot mm. do calling trash. it halo you know it's what trash. i mean like that is the most disappointing and this is coming off somebody that only watched one episode so i'm an expert oh shit i
1: I, I actually watched the whole thing bro i watched the whole freaking thing i'm sorry trash
2: i'll give you seven hours of my life
1: it's (laughs) It's, it it, it, let me say this though i was telling will this aesthetically it looks fucking awesome yeah like there are some scenes like during the show like it it sucks because like you're you're just like watching this complete garbage and then you'll see like a cool like 10 minute like action sequence like master chief like freaking with a sword and he's like slicing through covenant and with his battle rifle and 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 it looks so dope and i'm like this looks so fucking cool but it only lasts 10 minutes and then you're watching
2: and then you have garbage again then you see master chief's butt cheeks
1: dude after that (laughs) happened bro it's like this is like what the fuck yeah Yeah. you see his fucking ass hanging out i (laughs) think he's having sex or something
2: (laughs) right yeah they're having sex i did see that yeah
1: yeah, I, I was supposed to even emotions. like the helmet removal kind of thing i know that that was a big thing like i'm it's not like, cool with that yeah i i was like keep the helmet on dude i mean it, obviously mando works yeah, yeah <laughs> i mean he that's he has the, the helmet perfect the example time. do yeah. that
2: and then when you want to do it like dude i can just google make it an emotional name. scene yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 i can
1: just google it's trash dude i <laughs> but, saw uh, yeah, yeah dude I, some people were um i, I think I, I think it was on reddit someone had uh, posted and said, like, that's their favorite show of the year. And I'm like, at least someone Man. enjoyed it. <laughs> someone enjoyed it. <laughs> Never going to shit on people's taste, but like, if yeah. you liked it, then, you know, By all more means, power to you. You just have the
2: yeah. immaculate ability that I envy to be able to separate, you know, like, I, I can, I can, dude. I can, I can take creative freedom. But yeah, that would be my trash recommend Sonic 2. Um, mm-hmm. Looking forward to sonic
1: 3 <laughs> so we recommend last of us obviously and i'm yeah, excited last for this season the 2 to come out which is that wait till that comes out chase Ho- hopefully you watch it before then because like did you play last yeah. of us 2 no you, you didn't we even were, play the games right oh no i yeah, played so. it i just it,
2: it, it i really think i was playing it around the same time as red of redemption 2 like uh, i was just okay. working so much and um to get heavily gonna... i kept restarting the game because i'd take like a month back and i'd be like i heard it's such an investment yeah. from beginning to end so i'd keep restarting the game mm-hmm. i've done that prologue i kid you not at least 10 uh 10 15 times
1: that's such a good prologue yeah <laughs> but yeah uh, yeah when that when the second season comes out people are gonna lose their fucking marbles the first episode or second episode. i don't know how they're gonna do it but um we'll yeah, see I'm, I'm anticipating that just like the the second game when it came out everyone lost their marbles when something happened so mm-hmm. um last of us and then we're it sounds like we're excited for um not, I mean Bioshock we're, we're excited for but or Bioshock uh, Borderlands um
2: yeah, Cautious Waters
1: Cautious, cautious yeah. Waters and I do want to make, make a Bioshock adaptation please like give me Bioshock wasn't it Ken it
2: Levine he retired I thought Oh really? Ken Levine, listen to us. Maybe you're one of the, one of the ones. Listen to us. Make it.
1: Do it. Do it. <laughs> um, I think that's it, guys. I don't think I have anything Any else closing to say. Thoughts I mean, I... stay away. No, from No, I'm Alone gonna
0: in the go. Uh, I'm gonna download Red Dead Redemption too, <laughs> and uh, just play that for the rest of the make season. Make sure your horse doesn't oh. die.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't run it off cliffs like what I used it? to. What is
0: it? You have to get. You get like the horse deeds. So... yeah you have to go get like another you can
1: get another horse it's just my brother was like that's my horse dude he's like that was my (laughs) horse i was like like, you know yeah exactly (laughs) um all right guys well we appreciate you guys for listening stay tuned we have some other like small videos coming out and shorts and uh reviews so we're trying to kind of expand on the content a little bit to give you guys a bit more so be on the lookout for all that stuff and as always thank you so much for listening
2: Thank you, everybody. And if you didn't see it, if you're just a listener over on the YouTube, we did upload a discussion review for Godzilla Minus One. And we do have some other short, more short-form videos that will stay over there. We're going to try to keep this for hour-plus-long conversations. You know, maybe put some reviews out there like we did Exorcist Believer. But check that out over there if you want to hear more of our twings and twangs.
1: I love when he does my job. I don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. You guys probably hear my dog snorting in the background. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. (laughs)